Okay. Hello. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay. Oh. Sorry, I'm like the verge of laughter right now. Okay. Zen. Professionality. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. You're okay. <laughs> um, my name is Ari. I'm in the same grade as Maya. I'm a rising junior and, uh... Maya and I went to middle school together, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's fun. Um, I moved to Indiana, like, I think two years ago for my dad's work, and so, yeah, I've been attending high school there, and in my free time, I like to draw, and draw, and <laughs> draw. Welcome back to This Person I Met. I've known Ari for quite a while now, but a few years ago, they moved to Indiana while I stayed back here in Michigan. Ari is an amazing person, an incredible artist, and has known that art is what they want to pursue since elementary school, which is obviously something quite unique. They have created an amazing fictional world, complete with vibrant characters, with complex backstories and a whole storyline. Ari has also started their own small business, selling handmade items that all relate to their world and characters. They've also won a gold scholastic key in art and a silver scholastic key in writing. My sister, Kayla, who is one of Ari's biggest fans, also joined us for this interview, and it was just so fun to be able to catch up with an old friend. So has oh, art still going? Has art kind of always like played a big part in your life? Uh, yeah, um, I think it started when um, my mom like, you know how she, like, signs people up for, like, 20 extracurriculars? Yeah, yeah. Like, one of the extracurriculars was this art class by um, this art teacher that I, I still go to. I was actually planning on going oh, to... Art Corner? Art Corner. Yeah. I was planning on going to Art Corner, like, today, mm -hmm. but thank you for bringing me here so I could skip it, because I have to draw 20 hands, oh. like, in graphite. But, yeah, um, I, uh, she signed me up when I was, like, six, because my sister went there, and... I distinctly remember that that was the only extracurricular that I did not want to quit. I guess I like just doodled a lot in class and I tried to improve my art outside of. So do you think that teacher at Art Corner was like motivating for you? Like, or what, mm, what about Art yeah, Corner yeah. was like, maybe you I not want to quit? Her, um, I think it was art itself that made me not want to quit. Mm. I guess sometimes, like, when you have a really bad teacher, it does make you want to quit something that you otherwise would have, like, not quit. But, um, I, I did really like art. Uh, when I was little, uh, I lived in Shanghai, and my grandpa was a, uh, I think he drew signs for, like, commercials. Mm -hmm. And in his free time, he, like, always drew me comics and like a bunch of silly illustrations. And I guess I thought that that was just like a really big part of my life um, for early on. Um, but Julie, my art teacher, I really liked her teaching style. I think it really allowed me to just like develop as an artist by myself. 
uh, rather than like someone going like, okay, here's here's how you draw an owl. Of step one, draw yeah. a circle. Step two, yeah, draw yeah, a fucking yeah. owl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she was um, more like she just let you like in the beginning. She was of course like, hey, you should you should draw this and you should draw this. Um, a lot of it was learning the fundamentals, copying other artists. Wait, did your grandpa and Julie did they like encourage you to kind of pursue art or? I think that was more of a myself thing. I guess I didn't really think about pursuing art until fifth grade, which is still early. That's, that's really early. No, that, that is early because my sister's in college. No, she, she just graduated college and she still doesn't know what she wants to do. So I feel like a lot of people think that they have to do want they have to know what they want in their life from like a really young age. But that that's just me, bro. Yeah. Um, no, before then, I wanted to be a violin soloist. It was it was because it was like the only thing I was good at. Mm. So I thought that I feel like whatever you do should be what you're good at doing, which is totally not true. Um, I guess I started just like wanting to publish a web comic. Oh, right. Yeah. I remember that. I still want to do that, but I just realized that it's not feasible right now because mm. uh, I have, like, so much work to do, and it'd be better to just, like, if I wanted to have that as a really big project or, like, a really big part of my life, just, like, continue to de- develop it and then start working on it when I have a stable job, mm. when I can, like, just, like, spend time afterwards getting out episodes. Didn't you start it? I started it and then drafted it and then I I redrew the first episode like five times. Mm. So a big part of why I wanted to improve in art was actually to get my webcomic looking crisp and clean. Mm. <laughs> I was like, this has to look professional. I can't, I can't have stupid art. <laughs> no, I remember, I remember I looked at, like, I think you like posted something, you, you were posting something. Oh shit, it. I did. Oh, yeah. that was, that was Shards of Light. Yeah! Yeah, that was yeah, not yeah. the webcomic, bro. It wasn't? No, that no. was... I was like, I have no idea how Webtoon works, so I'm going to just try to publish like a three-episode webcomic to kind of get the hang of things. Wait, do I just like say what Webtoon? Oh, Webtoon is a platform. It's like a leading platform to publish webcomics, which are digital comics or like digital graphical graphic novels and it's like in a scroll format where you just scroll down to read uh, as opposed to flipping the pages uh yeah Hmm. i think it's still really popular it is yeah yeah yeah. Mm. and after that like can you kind of describe like the art that you start to do after trying afterwards (laughs) i think this actually started because i wanted to be really good at drawing before i dived into my webtoon i was like oh what's the what's the best possible career route that can get me like really good at drawing so i can publish my webcomic um and i was like hey concept art because i mean i guess i could have just done comic art but a big part of why i wanted to publish a webcomic was because or like honestly a a big part of why I draw is because I like storytelling and world building and there's like many different forms of media that you can like 
I guess, exercise that passion in. Um, I found that mostly in, I guess, digital illustration. I do write, though, but poorly. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but, like, or is your writing and the concept art, is it, like, hand-in-hand? Hand? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, I guess I like art a wee bit more than writing. Mm. I do like writing. It's just I feel like there's so many rules that I have to follow, and there aren't that many rules in art. Can you kind of describe what, what concept art is? Yeah, uh... So many people ask me this. I'm like, I want to go into concept art. And they're like, what the hell is concept art? Uh, concept art is... Okay, okay. imagine a, a Disney movie or like literally any animated movie, film, game, I don't know, Minecraft. Um, ev- the concept artists work for that like movie or a film or animation or game or they they design the characters they design the background they're like yo we're going to have the set in this environment this is how this environment's going to look like um these are the props that the characters are going to have um i guess like if you think of uh, let me think of something encanto mm-hmm. the concept artist designed the whole ass house mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the characters they're like these are how the characters are going to look like to be very personality tm um and yeah they they designed the world and then the animators bring that to life as well as the the script writers and everyone that goes into the team but the concept artists design the world so how about like I play God? <laughs> <laughs> I am God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, what is your world like? What's kind of like your story? Oh, like? Shite. <laughs> like, say everything about it. I like. I I love. I want to know everything. Okay. Okay. Um, I started this world, Arumi, in I'm gonna say fourth grade. Is Arumi like the name of the world? Or yeah, like- yeah. It used to not be. It was a. You know what a paracosm is? It's like this this detailed imaginary world that some people have in their childhood. And I distinctly remember when I when I was like playing with those cringy little toys. Yeah. It was like reenacting scenes and like building a plot of that story world. And it evolved like a lot over time. Uh became way bigger. It was first like, oh, here's a forest, but now it's like, oh, here's a here's a little pocket world, and now it's. I did my AP portfolio on this, so mm-hmm. I guess I can kind of describe how the world works. Uh, it's in another dimension. Oh my, this is like this is like, and then the Fire Nation attacked or something. <laughs> 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 and it's basically. The whole formation story is like it was made out of like an hourglass of sand or mm-hmm. some shit, and the world is two worlds split in half that are like reflecting off of each other, and this makes no sense whatsoever. But usually, I have like a table analogy where I'm like, and the top of the table. And the bottom of the table are like the same thing, but not the same thing. And the whole storyline is like uh, main characters, stuff happens, life, blah, 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 blah. And then they go through like a quest thing to find 
the second lead, Saki, who went missing in like the other side of the world. They didn't know there was another side of the world, so they have to bring Saki back from the other side of the world, and then they actually discover the other side of the world, and then it's like, whoa, this side is way cooler. We should like stay here, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still being developed. Is that like I, an ongoing story? Yeah. Or, has it, or is there like a resolution? I, there is a resolution, but I haven't fleshed it out fully yet, mm-hmm. so... I keep on, like, rewriting and rewriting the script. Yeah. And are your characters, like, how do you come up with, like, the personalities or, like, the traits about the characters? Self-projecting. <laughs> it works every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I treat, like, every character as a specific part, compressed and then extremely exaggerated part mm-hmm. of me or, like, my personality mm-hmm. and I guess that's why I care about them so much and draw them an unhealthy amount. <laughs> <laughs> so do you draw like inspiration from other things in your life or just things you observe? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the school that the characters go to was like, I literally wanted to go to school in like a different country just to be able to like make the school system work differently. I was like, I cannot make this like an American public school system. It is fantastical. It is an academy. It is Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ha, periods, uh, grades, uh, GPA. (laughs) Mm. And I know you, like, do a bunch of other stuff. Like, you just started a small business, right? Mm, I did. So does it all, like, revolve around that story? It does, yeah, Mm. yeah. I actually originally wanted to... I had the slime phase when I was in fourth grade. When I was, like, what, nine? I was like, what if if I did slime Mm. as, like, my career? Because that is so fun. (laughs) Let's start a slime small business. I think over time, I became much more concentrated on the small business part than the slime part, Mm. obviously. Um, But yeah, so I guess this this whole small business thing was just playing in the back of my mind. Like, hey, it'd be so cool if I started a shop. So I guess a lot of... I, I really struggled with finding, like, what I should sell because most people... Like, most artists' friends that I have, they sell, like, merchandise for other fandoms or, like, really popular fan art pieces and, like, like you know, those, like, Genshin keychains. Yeah. Always the Genshin keychains. <laughs> and I was, like, I, I hate drawing fan art and I, I don't want to draw other people's characters and, like, I, I feel like if I made one sale selling, like, my original character art... I would feel so much happier than if I made a hundred sales selling um, Tartaglia from hit game Genshin Impact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking directly at you. <laughs> it's always a phase. <laughs> and I made always, like a bunch of sales. Yeah, I saw on your it, it's No, so cool. I did not make a bunch of sales. Well, like, it, yeah. Yeah. Wait, I don't know what a bunch of sales is, but yeah. I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. It's it's really satisfying to just like accomplish a huge long term goal. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have any like struggles you find yourself like routinely going through? Do you guys have like artist block? Art block is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like as prevalent as writer's block is to the writing community. Mm-hmm. Like we we meme about it all the time. We joke about it all the time. Uh, I've gone through art block a lot. Uh, I can't remember. But I do remember sometimes where I just felt unmotivated to draw or like that wasn't like the current hyper fixation in my life. Or honestly, I feel writing writer's block so much more because I have to keep on developing the plot of the story, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I don't want to. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely like a really huge thing that I know a lot of my friends go through as well. Um, I know a lot of my art friends, like they draw because they feel pressured to post on Instagram. And then that's why they like deactivate their account Mm -hmm. and they just like kind of stop drawing. How do you feel about that? Like the Instagram thing? Um, I think for me, I, I feel like this is, this whole entire thing is like, why am I like this? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's honestly kind of a motivation for me to draw because sometimes when I don't feel like drawing for myself. I can just like draw for the sake of drawing and posting it and feel like it's a routine. And then that can like, mm, like just like hold up my creativity when it's falling. I feel like Instagram, especially now that like these days when you post, it gets it gets like ten likes, and then your reels get like skyrocketed, yeah, right? Yeah. I think that's that's really like hindering to the whole entire art community, mm-hmm. not just me, because uh, like when when you draw, you usually post it, right? Yeah. Because like no no one has time to film reels. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like yeah. if reels are your thing, sure. I hate editing reels, bro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Has art, like, impacted other things in your life? Like, do you think it's maybe changed the way you think or, like, It does, things? it does. Yeah, yeah. Especially with, like, art school deadlines around the corner. I'm, like, thinking of everything. Wait, what? Art, art school deadlines art school. Everyone tells me I'm thinking about this really early, but I draw really, really slowly. So, like, it took me, like... 450 hours to finish this one piece I did for my AP portfolio mm-hmm. and like thank god I I took a bunch of electives my sophomore year or else like I would not have gotten my AP portfolio done yeah uh, so yeah a lot of people like they just like grind art school portfolios like a month <laughs> before application deadline uh, I, I started grinding four years before application deadline. <laughs> I'm so slow. Yeah. Um, Julie knows. Julie, my art teacher, knows that I'm I'm really slow. So, yeah, she's making me do a lot of stuff too. So how? What were we saying? Like <laughs> other areas. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. I'd be like looking at random moments in life or random inanimate objects. Start to draw them in my head. Oh, that's so cool. And I guess like study like how I would draw this. If I were to draw this in real life, uh, like I remember, I was in in required PE class, worst time of my life, mm-hmm. and we had to sit on the floor for like ten minutes every day 
before the PE coach took attendance. Mm-hmm. And every day I would stare at the tiles on the floor and think of like how I would depict these in different mediums and how I would work out the lighting and the shading and the blending and how I could apply those to like different different textures. And that's like all that was running in my mind when he was taking attendance. Did you ever write about things in your head? Like, I, not like. Kayla's luscious eyebrows. No, okay. No, okay, no. Like the. Thickets of blackberry <laughs> in Huckleberry Finn. Oh my god! I was gonna say like, like I'll like just like low key romanticize things in my head. Like if I'm like doing something and I'm just like sitting there and I can just like look at the stuff around me, I'll just like phrase what I'm seeing in my head. It's just like a really just like like poetic, deep. poetic, <laughs> deep, like inspirational way. I mean yeah. that's like that's like the closest thing to what you were talking about, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. What about, like, like, problem-solving in art? Do you think it, do you think that, like, also applies to, like, problem-solving outside of art? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is so weird, but I think that's why I like geometry. And as Wait. opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to algebra, because everyone mm-hmm. likes either algebra or geometry, and, like, they hate the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the geometry person because it's like the log, the sheer amount of logic I have to use to figure out how to delete something in Clip Studio Paint. <laughs> it's like I like control X and then I like I'm like okay I have to do this and then this, but I, I still have the thing on my clipboard and then I'll like wrap that around and then and then I have to go back and I have to switch switch off the window to the different tab and and then I finally control V it again. I guess like through art or like any type of art like i don't know like writing music blah blah blah. any form of expressing yourself i feel like in the beginning if you're doing this as a passion as a passion project like never think about how other people do it or how like it's most convenient to get this thing done and out of the way like just approach projects your own way like the way that you most like doing something for example when I was starting my shop I thought it'd be most convenient to like draw fan art and do things that would get me a lot of sales like look at what's marketable like fan art cute cute things cute generic things like cat stickers Instead of just, like, doing what would have been most, like, beneficial for me, I guess I just did whatever, what I thought I would most enjoy doing, which is to sell OC art, like, original character stickers, and, like, and I would have, like, just, like, little trading cards that I would give people in the product, that they're getting to just like have a blurb of like mm-hmm. oh, this is my OC and that that this is like what they're like so that they like actually know who this character is yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'm planning on like making like a little fold it of like a world formation story so and like this and it would be like so niche but I feel like if I like was just like oh my my goal is to start a small business so I should make this really successful so I should draw fan art and generic cute things that a lot of people would buy 
I would not have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Because this whole goal was made for me to have fun. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Do what you like. <laughs> you think you like doing something, but then push it even, to even more. You like doing that something so that you so that you feel like really motivated to do that something that's really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, what can a beginner artist do to like, like start? Fundies. Everyone's gonna hate me for saying this. Fundies. <laughs> Fundamentals. Oh. I there's like a huge argument over this where it's like you shouldn't you shouldn't be forced to do fundamentals because it'll make you hate art. But I I feel like if you're doing art as a hobby, who cares about fundamentals? If you want to like move to professionalism and you can't handle learning fundamentals and like I don't know shading balls. There's an actual meme on this. There is. There's this TikTok audio that's like, you gotta shade your balls. (laughs) 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 Um, Drawing hands. uh, Color theory. Just like watching YouTube videos. Studying lots of anatomical studies. Figure drawing. Stuff like that. If you want to like move into professional professionalism i'm saying this as a high schooler i shouldn't be qualified to say this but i do see a lot of people that they're like i want to do art as a full-time and then they're like i hate doing fundamentals i just want to draw fan art Mm -hmm. and i just want to draw like anime girlies in the same pose (laughs) i they have a really difficult time when they're in art school they kind of think of it as like torture rather Mm -hmm. than and like a learning experience and going back to Julie yeah yeah. I think she was a really helpful art teacher because she really pushed that onto me from like a teeny tiny young age I gotta you gotta draw from reference you have to copy people like don't don't post the things you copy but copy people immensely do your fundies uh draw from life that kind of stuff that gets you into art school. She wants everyone to get into art school. <laughs> yeah, that's just like a general advice for like if you want to go pro. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all the questions I have. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You. Good luck on your podcast, thank bro. You. It's like so cool. Thank you, bro.